Israeli warplanes have carried out more heavy bombardments across Gaza as fighting intensifies in the south of the territory. Israeli forces are battling with Hamas and Islamic Jihad fighters to the north and east of the city Khan Yunus, which has now become a priority for the Israeli army. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says the only way to, quote, finish the job in Gaza is to use crushing force against Hamas. Mr Netanyahu has also said that after the war, Israel must retain security control of Gaza. Military analyst Professor Michael Clark explains how Israel's military offensive is unfolding. They've still got some work in the north. They're still involved in Jabalia, the big refugee camp in the north. And there's about a third of um, Gaza City, which they're still trying to occupy. So they're not finished there, but they will get finished there in a matter of, let's say, a week or so. But as you say, the main concentration is the south. And they're doing what the international community said that they shouldn't do, and the United States said they shouldn't do, which is go in with armoured forces towards Khan Yunis, and one would guess also Rafa, um, as it were, moving in on the city, cutting across Gaza with uh, some heavy armour, it seems, and also conducting a lot of strikes uh, on the neighbourhoods of Khan Yunis. And <clears throat> one might expect that this uh, will uh, be be uh, rescinded a little bit in, in a few days, but they're certainly going in hard at the very beginning, I think probably on the assumption that politically they've only got so much time to do this before there is so big a reaction in the rest of the world that they have to go more easily. But they are certainly trying to make a point that they are going after every target, I think, in Khan Yunus that they think is a target and that they want to set up the conditions to move in on the ground, which they will try to do in the, in the next day or so. It's military analyst Professor Michael Clark. Now, the UN says Gaza is one of the world's most dangerous places at the moment, and those fleeing Israeli attacks have nowhere safe to turn. For the latest in this ongoing conflict, I spoke to our correspondent in Tel Aviv, Sarah Coates. According to the United Nations, 80% of the 2.3 million people that live in the Gaza Strip are now internally displaced. Uh, what we've been seeing over these last few days is the Israeli military dropping these flyers over homes, over neighbourhoods in southern Gaza. Uh, we're talking here about Khan Yunus telling people to move further south down to Rafa, and this is because of this expanded military campaign. But what it's causing is mass displacement. So many people shoved down into one tiny little area. And due to this intense bombing campaign that Israel has been carrying out, uh, many of these aid trucks that were getting through, even though that was uh, very limited compared to what would normally go through, these trucks haven't been coming through. So aid agencies on the ground uh, are calling the situation apocalyptic, saying that these people simply don't have enough food, don't have enough water, and that the situation is growing worse by the minute. So look, it is very worrying. And look, Corin, it's getting cold here now. It, there was a storm here today, and a lot of these people are facing absolutely horrendous futures, they are literally sleeping on the street with nothing above their heads and nothing to keep warm. So it's absolutely horrendous. There have also been reports of some medical facilities in Gaza that have been hit or, or bombed. Yeah, look, this has been happening really for the past few weeks. Uh, all of these hospitals are overwhelmed. Uh, the NASA hospital, which is in Khan Yunus, it is just seeing so many people coming in with, you know, these groups saying that it's really just turning into a graveyard and these people cannot be saved. So seeing these images coming in is extremely disturbing and hearing these accounts on the ground uh, is just simply heartbreaking.
In Israel, I see there is still a lot of anger and concern around uh, hostages. So, so much anger. There was a war cabinet meeting yesterday with these hostage families and they are simply furious. They're saying that that Benjamin Netanyahu should step down. Now, look what happened at this meeting is that Netanyahu, the Prime Minister, he said that he wouldn't be able to bring back all these hostages anytime soon. And, you know, there's so much pressure now on the government. Uh, These families say that they're going to be going international to an unspecified international body to put pressure on it to bring these people home. And and look, with this bombing campaign, with this military campaign expanding inside Gaza, these families are just so worried that their loved ones will instead be caught up in this fighting rather than these Hamas militants. And just very briefly, there was also this report yesterday in the Wall Street Journal that said that Israel is mulling a plan to actually flood these tunnels underneath the Gaza Strip with seawater from the Mediterranean to flush out Hamas fighters. But Of course, these families are highly concerned that it will actually drown their loved ones who are believed to be being held in those tunnels. And Benjamin Netanyahu also uh, having to continually defend Israel's tactics, uh, growing international concern about the high Palestinian death toll. Exactly. Look, there are so many calls for a ceasefire right now. And even though the United States continues to throw its support behind Israel, Uh, Its wording has become a lot more calculated. We have been hearing from the United States that, you know, Israel must try and save as many Palestinians inside the Gaza Strip as possible, try and limit human casualties in the Strip. And this is why we have been seeing Israel releasing these grids, these maps with QR codes. uh, And this is, you know, being seen as just for the benefit to appease the Americans. But you know, if the death toll continues to rise, the injury toll continues to rise. And from what we're hearing on the ground, there are so many people still trapped under the rubble. And unless there is some sort of a pause in fighting or a ceasefire soon, then there's absolutely no way that these families can dig these people out. So it's simply horrifying. And that is our correspondent in Tel Aviv, Sarah Coates.